Well, here we are. We're in the studio doing the Mark Hope Show. Yeah, here we go. And that's Daniel Kelly. He's your producer of the show. Here I am. And I'm Mark Hope. And we're here to talk to you about... Everything that you want us to talk about. The Mark Hope Show is solid variety talk show. We're interested in talking about the things that interest you guys. And that's why we have a website. That's why we have a Facebook page. That's why we have an Instagram. That's why we have all of the different mediums that come in because things are happening out in the world and people want to talk about stuff. And you guys participate in the show with us online. And you guys are all week chiming in on different things that we're posting that are newsworthy or that that matter in our world. And a lot of times we like to, uh, you know, concentrate on some of the areas of expertise that we have. And uh, we'll talk about finances or management or sales or production or coaching or mentoring, that kind of thing. But, you know, you guys can call into the show if you have questions about things that are going on in your life, things that you want to talk about or things that... uh, are interesting to you guys, we want to hear it. And uh, you can instant message us at the Mark Hope Show podcast page and group. Right, Daniel? So you have the Mark Hope Show podcast page, which is our way of talking to you guys. And there's also a group that belongs to that, where the there's, listeners can come in and talk in the chat room however they want while the show's on. Right. The Mark Hope Show podcast group is for you guys to participate, ask questions, chime in, whatever you want. And, uh, and we're here, and we've got it up during the show, so you can add your input. So if you don't feel like calling in and having your voice be on the radio, you can ask the questions or just chime in. We could actually go live on Facebook with the show while we're making the show, couldn't we, Daniel? We certainly can. Our phone number here is 720-507-1939 is the number to the show. Now, while you're on the Mark Hope Show page... On Facebook, can you make the number two camera go live? Yeah. Why don't we just go live on that camera while we're actually doing the show? Uh, sure. Let's do it. Three, two, one. We are live. Here we We are. We are live. And let me tell you, the thing that I dislike when a lot of people go live is they're fumbling around, they're waiting for users to catch up, they're waiting for listeners to come on board, and they're, they're not really doing anything, so... I, I want to make sure that there's content right away. And uh, to that end, this actual live podcast is watching us do the sound check on the new Mark Hope Studios. And uh, we did a lot of upgrading on the studios. And uh, we're probably going to do a call-in show later this week. But today, we're just going to take kind of a hot off the presses and talk about a couple of different things that have been happening this week. And uh, we'll just talk about what's going on. Daniel Kelly's here with me. He's the producer. We're, we're, I'm running this whole crazy, crazy setup back here. We're, shooting, it, we're shooting what we equate to B-roll on the, uh, <laughs> on the podcast show. And that'll be get edited. And that's what we'll upload to the uh, podcast show on iTunes and SoundCloud and that kind of thing. Um, we may um, do some stuff on the YouTube channel later on, but that's not exactly what we do. We don't really shoot the show for for YouTube. We, we're doing other things when we're doing YouTube channel stuff. But um, 
So we have John JJ Jeffrey is is on watching us right now. Big so John. Yeah. Yeah, he's a great guy. Actually, he he's got a lot of marketing things going on that he's going to be working with people on. Yeah. Yeah, we'll actually have him on the show at a later date. And uh he's working with the Marketing Hope people. But um one of the things that I wanted to talk about and one of the things that I think is going to be a lot bigger topic is I've been doing a lot of work with uh, CEOs and business people about LinkedIn. And uh, a lot of people just really don't understand the power of LinkedIn for networking their circles of individuals that they know about. They're trying to use that as kind of the private group when really they should be building these audiences. And a lot of these businesses, they don't know about how to build these audiences and then market themselves with content. And I've been doing that for several people, a lot of public figures and a couple of other people. And it's a huge new world that people are not used to content marketing in. And there's a lady named Shay Robottom. And I've referenced her in a lot of uh, posts on the page and, and you'll get to know her. But she's a very, very dynamic young lady and she owns LinkedIn. She's just a really, really talented gal and she knows what she's doing with marketing. So I don't want to shout out for her, but... I think that's I think that's all the marketing things that I needed to talk to people about what I've been working on this week. But the main thing I wanted to talk about, and I was I was talking to a, a really dear friend of mine, and he was talking about uh, a police officer friend of his, and uh, this this particular gentleman used to be uh, a police officer, so it was one of his old colleagues, but. He was involved in some high-speed chase, and there was something that went on with the person that was arrested, and this guy lost his job because the person that was arrested was basically alcohol poisoning, and just because the cop was involved in being around this person, he lost his job. And that's not really the story. The story is behind the story. This guy is working at... Home Depot. And oftentimes we change the names to protect the innocent on the show. And so maybe it's not Home Depot, but you get the idea. And anyways, he's working four hours a night at this big box store. And and he he, he doesn't have any other way to make an income. And, uh, you know, he goes from making $125,000 a year as a, as a police officer. And he's got a house and kids and two cars with loans on it. And uh, it's really a sad commentary that... He's people are afraid to leave what they have because it's what they know and they're making a certain amount of money and they don't think they can replace that money, but then it's gone. And so the crux of the conversation is what do you do? And especially what do you do now before you lose your gig? Because there's a lot of people that... Uh, you know, are kind of going along, and then when you lose your gig, it's a surprise. So, the conversation that I was having with this guy this week, uh, it was kind of a, a business coaching session, and he wanted to work on something to do with this this other guy, is how do you prepare yourself for that? You know? You're just making it. You have $50 extra in your budget after you pay your cars and your grocery bill and all your stuff. And uh, I think that the, the thing that I got out of it, and especially if the advice that I'm giving to somebody 
you know, how do you prepare yourself going forward to, to be ready for that? You know, you got to live smaller. You got to live way smaller than you actually are. And then you can work to a place where if you lost your gig, it's not a big deal. You understand what I'm saying, Daniel? And you know that my theory of, of every American family should own a rental house. Even, even if you don't have your own house paid off, you should have a little house somewhere that's paid off that you're renting out. And then the family can learn how to run that business and market that rental house together. But at the very, very base of everything, that house is a place to go. Sure. So if you got a shitty boss or you've got somebody who is giving you a hard time or you feel trapped, you could always go live in the rental house and do something and get by. So before you buy a boat, before you buy a summer home, I think, you know, as part of your program, as you're trying to get rid of your debt, you're trying to be more self-sufficient, you're trying to pay down your house that you live in, that other house is just that anchor of dependability that I think is 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 really needed for uh, everybody. And you turn around, you lose your job for no good reason. You know, that's part of the supplemental income that's coming in. Now, you use that house, say you lose your job and you, you, you can't afford the big house anymore. You've got your, your little rental house. Then you, if you need to, scale down. You've got a house to work with. You have something. I think it's more important subconsciously that you have that. Because when you're sitting around the kitchen table wondering what you're going to do, the calming phrase that you could say, hey, the lease is going to be up in January. When that happens, if we still haven't figured it out, we can go live in the rental house and live rent free. Because we have that paid off. You know, even if it doesn't come down to that, it has a calming effect on things knowing that, you know, you're not going to be out on the street. You're not going to have to reach for, and this is what generally happens, is you're not going to have to reach for some debt to try and help that situation. Oh, no, we're going to have to borrow some money or we're going to have to run up a bunch of money on the credit card to get us through this time then we're in a, a, a bigger hole to try and dig out of. You know, so when I was talking to this individual about uh, his, his friend, that was my main takeaway is, you know, prepare now for that storm that's going to be coming. And not only are you going to be more prepared when uh, something happens, you're going to be a lot happier living in that smaller shell. And as your income goes up, then you can shore up your financial situation by paying things down. And then you can move up in lifestyle, you know, after you figure out how to be happy being smaller. You know, that leads me into the other thing is always have a side gig. Always have something passionate that you're doing that's valuable, that makes money, other than your nine to five, because somebody's going to take away your nine to five and you're going to be devastated. Teach guitar lessons, teach drumming lessons, teach 
sewing classes, uh, do gardening, what, you know, whatever. I mean, for me, you know, I did marketing projects and different other things as I'm building my skill set. And more, you know, at this phase of my life, my side gig is really my charity because I'm doing those things that I would normally get paid for. I'm doing those things for those charities that I'm working with, like Adaptive Adventures and, you know, some of those other people, Tech for All, you know, some of those other people that need help. That's my side gig. Rather than just giving away money, I'm giving away money and time. But if I had to... If I lost my main gig, you could give away time. And oh, I could, I could turn it on and make money. Yeah, you know, I I could turn it on and just have that be my job. And that's the if this show inspires anybody to do anything, that's one of the things that I wanted to do. I want people to start working on their craft today. I want I want them to you know it's just like you with your videography. You know, if you had to. You could go out and film weddings and do different things like that, keeping your skill sets up. And I know you do a lot of charity work as far as that goes, and you do a lot of work within other companies and doing other things with other businesses. But, you know, if you had to say, hey, look, we got to have 700 bucks this month so we can eat, you know, you keep up that that skill set. And you own that. And the other part of that is, you know, it takes practice. Everything takes practice. I mean, we're we're making this podcast, and it's not good. It's, it's not. It's, it's not, not good. Yeah, you know, it's good. It's good. But but Daniel takes- and I have done radio shows for years together. Yeah. And you know, we took a break, and now we're starting this new year of the podcast, and doing a new studio, and we're knocking off the rust on it. So, well, the the point of what I was saying is that it takes practice. So give away that time, learn it, get better. It doesn't have to be good if. If you're just starting off and you're you're learning yourself, because someday you may have to rely on that skill, and so no, I like that. You know, the idea like behind that. it is you, know, you you can practice when it's free, and you know maybe it's not the best thing in the world, but you're you're practicing, you're learning, you're you know. But that's your craft. that's a great way to get that experience. Mm-hmm. You know, you go down to the local church, or you go down to the local food bank, or wherever else that needs some help. They're not going to care if you're just learning. Right. You're checking some books out of the library and you're Googling things. You're becoming you're becoming interested in that thing that you're so passionate about. And then you have to put that into use. Right. And you don't want to charge somebody money to try and say, hey, look, I'm the best in the world at this. You're not. So I think, I think that that's great. And yeah. the community projects are good, too. Absolutely. I mean, Reach out to your local mayor, like Mike Wade and Parker. He's a great mayor. And I know he does a lot of things for all kinds of businesses in the community. And if you could do something for him that would augment that charity, that's great. Yeah. Other communities, civic groups, different things like that. It's good. Absolutely. And it gives you a chance to practice. And whatever that craft is, you're going to have to practice. But then when you graduate... Then you could do it on the side, on the weekends, things like that. And along the lines of what you're talking about, after you're giving it away for free, then you come into the marketplace and give away that skill or, or that service for half of the going rate sure. that people are normally doing. Yeah. 
they get a deal and you get even more experience and they get somebody that's that you know they understand is working on what's going on and um that's a very win-win situation for everybody that's involved and then the next thing that happens is your side gig becomes your main gig right you become so good at it that you become self-employed entrepreneur and that's how those grassroots American businesses get started. Yeah, absolutely. But so so that becomes your main gig. Right. So what's the next thing that I'm going to say? Daniel and I play a game, and, and I, I think... I always that, lose. I think the audience is probably going to want to start playing the same game with the Mark Hope show that da- Daniel and I play with the Dave Ramsey show. And, you know, we love Dave Ramsey. We love that show, and he does such good things for people. It's just a great show to listen to. And even if you feel like you've got your act together, it's fun to listen to the show because we play a game called Guess What Dave's Going to Say. What's Dave going to say next? Yeah. And these people call in, and they have their, their issues and their problems, and then we try to guess what Dave's going to say. And, you know, normally he says sell your car and quit spending all your money and don't eat out in a restaurant unless you work there. And uh, so we try to guess what he's saying. In this case, if you're going to guess what's Mark going to say after you've turned your side gig into a fully professional main business that you're running, Mark's going to say, get another side gig. Ah, right. Pick up another set of skills. Even though your nine to five is now working for yourself in your own business, keep that passion, keep that job, but pick up another side gig. Because that's going to be important. You're always growing and you're always making things happen. So we've got somebody, somebody's actually commenting on what you're saying okay. on, on the live feed. What are we saying? So we've got Chris Mosspaw in. Oh, that's a good guy. And he, says, and he said, and I, I'm sorry, I missed it. It didn't scroll down automatically. But he said, I make a good living doing what I did for my side gig inexpensively at first. Now I'm good enough to make decent money. And that's what we're talking about. And that's the nail meeting the head. That's that's the exact thing that happens. And, you know, I think it, it's a way for a lot of people to have a lot more confidence in what they're doing. Because as you start off doing this side gig in addition to your main gig, you swell with pride. You know, you're doing something to bootstrap yourself up, at, you know, out of whatever your situation is. And, you know, I mean, so you work for an insurance company or, or you work for somewhere else that you have to do that to support your family. And, and I have a lot of respect for people like that. But when you're going home at night and you have three hours after you put the kids to bed, yeah. that's your time. That's, that's for you to become better. And a lot of people think, hey, I got to go back to school. I got to pay somebody 30 or 40,000 bucks. And I, you know, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to do that. I'm too old. It's too late. It's not. It's not too late. And while you're doing that side gig and while you're gaining those skills and while you're, you're making those things happen, the other thing that happens is you, you make new friends, you know. You're good at one thing and another person's good at another thing. And then you, everybody's kind of in that same war together helping each other. And, and you find that there's a there's a, a marketplace where you find that most prevalently. And, and every all the businesses that I'm mentioning in the show are going to be in the podcast notes later on. But there's a there's a business called Wave the Grain. And Allison is uh, the lady that started that. 
And uh, I'll do a whole show on her because it's such a fantastic story that you just won't believe. We'll have to get her on. She's No, we'll get her on and we will tell the whole story about Justin and the bakery and what this woman did for her son is is really just a testament to American business and just a wonderful, neat lady. But she is she was involved in the farmer's market for a long time and you see that community in that farmer's market area these people are hustling they're growing food they're making crafts they're making food they're doing gallant work to try and get their side gig to be their main gig and they help each other they all help each other you know another guy that i was working with for years had a cookie company and he launched the entire nationwide company at the farmers markets and uh it was uh it was a really neat thing to watch it, you know it became a really big thing you know my father-in-law did that whole thing too he he launched his he did the his, true religion his, uh, uh, hot sauce. religious experience hot no sauce. there you go yeah, there yeah. You go. he he did that for years and years and I, I knew a long knew about it long before i knew about him but uh he he would do the trade shows and just go to farmers markets. But that was that was kind of a truly a kind of a bootstrap. Yeah, absolutely. Cook it in the kitchen, kind of side gig, getting things started, kind of a thing. Right? I, I think so. Yeah, he, he started off, and, and someday we'll have him on here. He'll have some great stories to tell. But uh, he he did that all by himself at first, then got some people to help grind up the peppers and the tomatoes and whatever it was he did, and and then uh, he'd go out to the farmers markets and sell it, and then he. Gotten into the the supermarkets and there you go. The rest is well. I, I think you know. I think that one of the main ingredients to have to put all that together is passion. You know, and and when you talk about him or Allison or yeah. any of these other people that are out there making it happen, not the people that are talking about it, not the people that are wishing for it, but the people that are actually walking out their front door and they're making it happen, they have a passion for what they're doing, and that to me is really where the water hits the seed and everything grows, mm -hmm. you know. But a lot of people can't get there because they're, they're intimidated and they're afraid of what's going to happen. They're afraid of what people are going to say. But everybody has something, right? Everybody has a thing that could be your side gig, right? Absolutely. But if you don't do something with it, it won't grow. Right. I love comic books. Great. Yeah. You love comic books. But you can't just sit around playing comic books and expect for that to become something. You know, you've got to become an expert. You and and you need to get to the point, and this is where the passion comes in, that you become the authority. And right. that's how I got as far as I've gotten in life, is because I'm so passionate about everything that people say that I'm an expert on. I had just grinded out myself to find all my answers for the things that I was passionate about. To where I became the authority on whatever that was. And then that became a valuable resource to other people that wanted to hire me. So if you're picking what you want to do, you need to make sure that you become the authority on that item. So you're saying do it, find your passion and do it and do it really well. Make it your passion, not just a hobby. I like to do this once in a while. No, make it your passion and make it your thing that you do and the thing you're known for. And the analogy that I'll use here real quick is you don't point a car. You know, a lot of young drivers that are learning how to drive, they point the car. And then when it gets to a certain place, then they readjust and they point it another way until later on you gain some experience and then you drive the car and it becomes kind of a fluid 
kind of a moving object on the changing road of life or the changing road of your career. So don't allow that to get nailed down. Drive your career. Don't point it. Drive your side gig. You might get into where you're making wrought iron fences and then it changes and morphs enough to where you change and morph enough to what the customers want and what you enjoy. And now all of a sudden you're making wrought iron candle holders that are selling like hotcakes. And now you're the wrought iron candle man when really you started off making fences or gates or whatever. Don't get stuck in that thing that you think that you want to do. Just keep doing that thing that you're doing every day and love it. And as you change it, it'll grow and you'll grow with it. And don't be afraid to give up on stuff. Sure. I mean, Daniel, how many times have you and I been passionately going after a project and then we both just look at each other and say, okay, this isn't working. Oh, all the time. And this was our baby and we thought it up. We invented it. We executed it. We made up the plan. We managed it. We hired everything. And then finally you just got to say, look, I'm going to cut my losses here. There's another exciting thing that's starting up over here. We're going to leave this behind. Maybe it gets on the back burner. Maybe we pick it up later. Maybe we don't. Maybe it turns into something else. This tadpole turns into a frog later and then we go back to that. But you've got to make sure that you're measuring your results and you've got to make sure that you're willing to give up on stuff that people don't want. Now, if you're rich, multimillionaire, and you can have a hobby, and it, you don't care if anybody wants to buy it, you don't care if there's a market for it, then do whatever you want to. That's called a hobby. Right. And it costs you money. And that's fine if you've got a lot of money and you don't have a lot of hopes and dreams that still need to be realized. What I'm talking about are people that are doing their side gig is their passionate hobby, only they don't treat it like a hobby. They treat it like a business. And that means we have certain goals and people need to be interested in this. And we have to make them be as interested in this as, uh, should we put Lindsay on the radio show? Is she calling? Dr. Hale. Hey there. I have to tell you something. Oh, yeah? What? We're in the studio recording the Mark Hope Show podcast, so you're live on oh. air right now. Am I really? You are. Everybody, my daughter, Lindsay Hale. Yep. Hello. She's hating Hello. me right now. We're actually, yeah, yeah we're, yes. we're broadcasting this live on Facebook right now. But Dr. Hale is smart enough to not have Facebook, so she, she doesn't is. need to worry about she that. Is. I just didn't want to send you to voicemail. Oh, can I call you later? Uh, yep, sounds good. I'll call All you right. back. Thank you. Okay, bye. bye. And before we... As Dr. Hale, she's a big listener of the podcast. She's one of the first listeners the podcast that's, ever had. That's true, yeah. Well, before we go too much further, Matt Jackson jumped, chimed in. Oh, okay. From Germany. Matt, thank said, you for your service. He says, Get, getting up, getting up and getting on the grind. He's a good yeah, guy. He is a good guy. You know what? He is a, he is a family man. He's a military guy. He, he does... He was a nurse... For a long time, a medic, and I don't know exactly what his role is now, but I sure appreciate that guy, and I love his whole family. I used to I used to play play cards with his dad years yeah. and years ago. Yeah. But isn't that funny? He's across the like, yeah across the, the way, and now he's just getting up in the morning and getting up and watching us. <laughs> that's awesome. that's got to be a kind of a rough start to your day. But thanks for checking in, Matt. Appreciate you. He says thanks. Love you all. That's that's awesome. Easier, yeah. Okay, now get back to what we were saying about having your side gig and keeping it. 
or, or just abandoning and say, hey, we're going to do something different. Let's get back. Well, yeah, and that's my point, you know, because, and I don't have the numbers right on hand, but, you know, there's a lot of, like, Edison failed at like a thousand different things and you've never heard about it because the thousandth and one thing that he was successful at was the light bulb. Sure. And nobody remembers any of those other failures. And there's dozens of them. I mean, companies and people that failed. Lincoln, you know, I mean, there just, if you look at any great person, there is a wreckage of failure that follows them. And they have, the only reason that they became successful is that they have the ability to not let their egos get involved and say, look, I'm going to start over. I'm going to scrape together a little bit of more money and I'm going to try this next time. The tamale cart didn't work out. I'm going to try the hot dog cart next. Or I know that I can, you know, really make it big in, you know, the cooking arena, but I just have to find out what I want to do. And, you know, that's the respect that I have for all the small business people and all the entrepreneurs, all those people that are doing the restaurants and, you know, just doing all of that stuff started off catering out of their houses. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Food trucks, all kinds of lawn companies and, you know, they they failed. A lot of them. But a lot of them didn't. And, and a lot of them changed their family tree. They changed their heritage and their kids all had better lives than they did just because they were they were willing to get out there and hustle. You know, so don't let them keep you in that J day job nine to five, you know, without you having your dream on the side. I guess that's my main point of, you know, that that I'm trying to get out there because of the story of this cop who lost his job and it was the end of the world because somebody took something away from him. And I want everyone that's watching this show to not allow anybody to be able to take anything away from you. Yeah, it's a stumbling block, but. You'll just double up on your side gigs and start two or three of them or make one of them that's growing bigger or survive on that until you go out and get a nine to five until you can, you know, make that happen. But don't ever let anybody take your dream away. What is that that quote? Something about the not how many times you fall down, but. It doesn't matter how many times you've fallen down. It matters how many times you've fallen down and gotten up afterwards. That's it. Yeah, there you go. That's the that's the quote I was thinking of. Well, I think Sylvester Stallone, Rocky character had a, a similar quote that said, "You know, it's it's not how hard you punch in life, it's how hard that you get punched and still get up." Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah that was a great movie. So, how are the mechanics of the podcast studio going? Is everything it, working out? It good? is going well. Um, I know that the camera is sort of a, a sort of a throw on there for everybody as as a. Just a last minute idea. I, I can't uh, think it's too entertaining for people, but the people seem to like it. It's <laughs> they, well, we've got two people that are on deck for call-ins for the show. Dion is one of them, and uh, there's another lady that is on deck. And then I also think that Michael Nuanez oh, yeah. and uh, business brokers are going to come on. We're going to do a show about them. Okay. And mm -hmm. uh, so, how do they book the show, Daniel? How do they book? <laughs> I mean, if they want to be on the if they want to be on the Mark Hope show and they want to promote their business, drop we, us a line. We, we have a business all. a business hour promotion show every once in a while, and we allow them to come on and talk about their businesses and what they're doing and that kind of thing, right? Right, absolutely. Um, the 
the way to get a hold of us, just, just start off with, with our Facebook channel. That's the, the main place that the conversation happens. Somebody wants to And you and a couple of the other producers monitor that channel and yep. get back to the people. We'll, and Yeah, we'll, we drop a line there if you're interested. If you want to be on there, then just let me know. I monitor it, and I'll get back to you. We'll set up a time, or you can be on during our podcast time, and uh, then we'll get you on. And you can talk and, and ask your questions and you know, bring in your input. We'd love to hear. And any of the listeners really can be active on the Pod Show group um, all the time. Right, absolutely. They can post things up there, and they can talk about them. It's just we got to keep it civil. We, we, we will not allow any negativity on the Marco channels of any kind. So bear in mind, if you're a troll, right? Not not no no trolling. Uh, we got Amy has just joined. Amy Cusick has joined. Oh, good. Yeah, and uh, Mike Learn is here. Mister Learn, we, yeah. you know that's a guy we should have on the show. Absolutely, Mike. We you think you're still here. You want to you want to jump in on the show? Just let us know. No, we should do a whole show on Mike. Oh no, I know. We'll you want to talk show. about a guy that has you know taken that to many 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 different levels. He has his own main gig, and he has probably about 20 or 30 other side gigs that he has honed to just perfection. This guy builds cars and guitars. He has his own band. I mean, he has he has more jobs than the Peace Corps. I mean, he is, he is good. Yeah? Yeah, we'll have to get him on the show. Yeah, he's listening right now. He's, he says he's trolling. Is he? Yeah. Well, he could troll us anytime. Yep. He's my anytime. He's, he's my hero. Right on. He actually did a couple of motorcycles for me that are just amazing work. I can never sell. No, amazing work. And Amy, I think she's in Parker. What does Amy do? You know, I think I'm not sure. Maybe she'll tell us. You still here, Amy? Let us know. But I she runs with the with the mayor's crowd, I think. Chris is still here. He's, he's been listening to the whole thing. Chris. That guy, he is, uh, he's a big computer guy. Really? Yeah, he does. He makes apps and different things like that. He wants another camera, he says. Needs two cameras. Another view? Yeah, another view. We'll get that done. The, and, and for everybody that's just checking in right now, this this is just breaking in the new studio, and we're doing the live Facebook cast just because we're making we're in here making some podcast shows, and and so we just figured we'd turn the camera on just to kind of document what we're doing with the studio and get things right. So it, it really is kind of us working the bugs out of the studios. But we we will definitely get you guys multi-channel and, uh, you know. <laughs> no way. We'll put, we'll, no, we'll, nobody wants another camera in here, trust me. We'll, we'll put the put the camera on Daniel. No, no, no. No, we should, we should definitely move this camera a little bit. Okay, you've got sort of the back of the back of the, the whatever's going on over here yeah our big palatial recording yeah. studio yeah. they have us in a in a storage locker <laughs> at an undisclosed location right we're in we're in the bunker that's so it's live from from the mark hope bunker that's where we're, we're gonna make the show from from now on vic 20 tell me about that the vic 20 that's what chris says he's been a computer guy since the old vic 20 I don't even know what that is. I'm too young. And I'm not that young. You know, I don't... This reminds me of the Rick Barber days when people would call. <laughs> I don't know about a VIC-20, but uh, I have a, a Mac Lisa. 
Where's that? That's in the uh, vault. You should go crack that vault up and put it on the desk. We'll do that. That's, that's what we need. No, we'll do that. I, I have a CPM rainbow, and I have all kinds of K-Pros. Back in the day, they were a big sewing machine-looking thing. We could do a we could do a whole computer episode. Especially, especially we could we could have a sponsor to Action Computers because Action Computers is where you should be getting all your computer stuff from, and all your help from, and all your service from, and they're big supporters of the show. Three kilobytes of RAM. That's what, he, that's what we say. Three kilobytes of RAM. Used it for a year or so, then upgraded to a Commodore sixty four. Commodore sixty four. Now, now, now you're getting to something I might have seen maybe when I was little. <laughs> I think they used a cassette deck for the memory apparatus on that crazy see that's something i can talk about sort of old computers a bit well i'm old enough to where when i started getting interested in computers i was in sales and i was uh on an airplane in the back row and i had my computer plugged into the shaver outlet that's how old of a story this is but i had to save my work when everybody went in the bathroom because invariably they would want to unplug the the computer and I would lose everything because there's there was no, no, battery. no battery back no. then. Chris says he'll come in for a, an, an old computer show. I was very much an old Commodore guy. had Commodores and Amigas until I went PC in 93. should do that. We'll do it. Yeah, old. Yeah, tell him to send, Chris, send in, a, send in a message and we'll book you on, on the show. I'd love to yeah, have you. Shoot us a message and we'll get you in there. The computer was two fifty, and the disk drive was three hundred bucks. Yeah. Wow. Good and that'd probably be worth some money if you if you had it. Today. Oh yeah, yeah. If you had that today, there's collectors. If it's in good condition, even if it's not, but there would be people who would be after that. Well, are you about ready to wrap up this test? Yeah. Good deal. I think uh, Facebook people, thank you so much for just kind of checking in on us. We need help. We we need supervision. <laughs> But uh, thank you for checking in on us, and you can you can hear the podcast on YouTube, The Mark Hope Show, SoundCloud, The Mark Hope Show, Daniel. Uh, yeah, we, we, I, I was looking over here at the Facebook. I'm sorry. Say that part again. <laughs> we'll we'll yeah. provide links, oh, yeah, and, yeah. and uh, we'll we'll try to put the links to everything so that you can uh, see the advertisers' links and the people that we messaged in the show that we mentioned in the show, and especially some of those entrepreneurs that we really want to give. A, a good plug to that are out there doing great work and and please you know chime into the show if you're an entrepreneur and you're a small business person and you're making your way in the world our deepest passion here on the show is to help you be more successful we want to help you guys get more business and take care of more customers and help more people because we believe in small business and we believe in in the grassroots you know, way of doing things. Daniel and I have been doing it, you know, for a long time. Yeah, yeah, for a long time. And, uh, you know. And we want to hear what you do. I mean, we want to hear what your story is, what your success story is. And I, 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 I talked to a guy today in the store, wall to wall, and uh, Anthony was in the store today. He was a, a carpenter, and he just wanted to be more. He was a master finished carpenter, and he wanted to be more. And he gets into this gig where he's making this uh, display things for trade shows. And he's reinvented himself into this whole thing. And he just landed this huge Hello Kitty contract. 
where he's making all this stuff for these trade shows, and it's fabulous. I mean, he's taking it to the very next level as a business person because he honed his skills as a master finished carpenter, and he wanted to be more. So, you know, that is the kind of thing that I'm talking about. If you're if you're really taking your game to the next level or you're just getting started, you're welcome here because everybody has a place to, yeah. to check into the show and get some help and... Yeah, we're if not going to talk to all of you guys. We want to talk with you. We want to hear absolutely. what you have to say. Absolutely. You guys have a lot of interesting stories out there. Oh, absolutely. Them. Absolutely. I love it. I love I love talking to the entrepreneurs and I love talking to people that, you know, have just beaten all the odds and just made everything happen. I, I love that. And I don't care what you're doing. If you if you started a cleaning company or, you know, a mechanic shop or detailer aj from pro shine colorado has, has really done a great job with his side gig and uh oh yeah you know doing those cars while he's working hard he has all those kids and you know it's a good thing so look forward to other shows and uh we're going to kind of wrap up this test run and uh hope to see awesome. you again soon yeah thanks everybody for watching the facebook guys and and if you have any questions hit us up in the group or send us a message to the page or the group, and uh, we'll follow up with you and love to hear your story and hear your questions. Because the show's all about you guys. Absolutely. That's why we're here. All right, we're going to sign off. Cue that bumper music. What? Oh, yeah, hit the bumper. No, <laughs> I don't think it's not going to happen. Oh, you just had it. No, I don't have all it. All right, we're, we're out of here. All right. You'll have to put it in there in the magic of technology. <laughs> there you go.